All right, welcome back. Meet at the quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. And uh, I'm excited for this episode. We're going to get into the nitty gritty. Um, We're going to have to listen to one another because in this episode, we are working as a collective one to um, pretty much put together your 2023 Vikings. This was Andrew's idea. Um, and it, it, I think it'll be healthy to have us all sort of meet in the middle, compromise, negotiate, debate. Um, but pretty much what we'll do is we'll, we'll start with what would we, us three as the front office do in terms of clearing up all the cap space, moving into then signing free agents and then, um, drafting the the 2023 class so um did i miss anything people did their research they we i we we all have a few options that we'll be discussing um i feel good about meeting compromises with andrew i'm worried with hayes actually having to listen right Hayes? are you gonna be able to do that yeah Hayes is putting, I'm assuming, doing his research right now. What? I'm not doing, I've done most of it. I just didn't do it in any draft. I didn't know we were supposed to draft the entire team. Well, you don't have to draft the entire team, but have somewhat of an idea. I, I would say at least like what you want to do in the early rounds, as long as you have an idea of like what you want to do in the first round. And then, I don't know. Second, third. Andrew, did you do draft picks? Was I the only one that did not that did draft stuff? No, we cannot hear you. Okay. Oh, um, now we can. Uh, well, like, I mean, I have a good idea of draft picks, but like, I was thinking we could just do a mock draft, like, oh, in real time, and then we could do it on like a slower setting, so that if we want, we can pause it, and make trades or whatnot. Yeah. If that works with you guys, I don't know. That works. That will give sort of like, I mean, if anything, then it just means, you know, we can't, we have an idea of what we want and then we yeah do the mock draft live as if that's what would happen um, come mid April in about. And like, we'll have a good idea of like what the team already looks like before the draft, like after free agency and whatnot and what we actually need and prioritize. So Andrew, you're going to be our over the cap. um, Hell organizer what what is i don't think work why so what what is going on nothing never mind (laughs) all right let's start with the cap so andrew you're you're gonna organize our cap space correct you have it all all good to go yes i'm prepared um currently as of today at the moment our Vikings are 24 million over the cap. So we need to clear up lots of space. Um, I would say if we just go from the highest cap hit and work it down. See, I was going to discuss say, like options or what were you thinking? Well, um, I found Hayes, you can weigh in then and that's the route we take. But I was thinking we, 
um, clear out the obvious ones. So then you can sort of see like um, easy ways to clear the cap space. And then that way you can, you can kind of um, decide if you want to keep the higher cap casualties, you know? Yeah. Like see how much, how close we can get to positive cap space by getting okay. rid of all the easy ones right away. Yeah, that works. That Do works. you guys want me to screen share? Weigh in. No, that works. Um, yeah, up to you. You can either screen share or just um, just give us updates when we're uh, making decisions. So, um, Hayes, we'll start with you. Who would be, in your mind, the easiest cut to clear cap space? Or what would be what would be your first decision? Cut Eric Hendricks and Jordan Hicks. Both I would I would agree with that. I have the same note, but Andrew. Then... I would agree. So Andrew, by cutting Kendricks and Hicks, where does that put us? Uh, it takes a, you to be ten million over the cap. So that clears up fourteen million just by cutting those two older, expensive linebackers. So. I feel like, like we all said, easy decision. It saves significant money just like that. Um, Andrew, what's the next move then? How do we clear more space? I would say restructuring Brian O'Neill's contract. Yep. Agreed. Um, you can immediately save $10 million, I think, by just converting it into some roster bonus or something like that. So, yeah, we could, so we could either do that and then but that takes like the next couple years cap hits even bigger or we could make it like a 15 million dollar cap hit instead of nine this year and then the next couple years or we could just do the whole 10. just i think just save the 10 million yeah i would agree um i think you know you're you're hoping that o'neill can recover from this is it is it achilles or is it acl or what's the um, I believe it was Achilles. Okay. I think it's Achilles as well. But you're just O'Neal's still young. He's he's proven he's a solid um um a solid tackle. And um yeah, I mean there's some people that you're just gonna have to push money down to deal with later. And I think he's a guy that you just sort of agreed to that, to push money down later and clear up space right now. Cause like you said, that saves 10 million, right? Yeah. So that puts us now just $4 million in the hole. No, it would be 400 under the cap. So we would have 400,000 to spend. I thought though you had just said we were 14 million in the hole and if restructure, no. Weird, ten million, is what I said. I did, but okay. <laughs> share your screen then. Now, now I don't. Well, it said that I can't share my screen because you have it disabled. Oh, give! I'll give you posting privileges. So, so far we've cut Kendricks and Hicks, and we've restructured O'Neill's. Yes. Into a roster bonus. Yep. And we're still under. Yeah, we should. Or, what do you mean under? 
We're sorry, we're still over. No, we're on there now. Okay. We're basically even. Okay. Okay. I just making those three decisions were even. Correct. All right. That's, I mean, again, I would say those are three very likely things that will happen uh, this off season. So uh, uh, easy, easier decisions. Um, you guys see it now? It's coming up. I would say the next thing you do, and again, just in terms of easy, because it saves another about five and a half, six million, you cut CJ Ham and you cut Chris Reed. Yep. I would agree. Just because, again, it's it's easy savings. CJ Ham, you've been nice and fun, uh, but I don't think it's worth giving you. I don't think I, it's worth saving. I guess yeah, saving almost six million by cutting those two guys. Um. All right, Hayes, we'll we'll bring it back to you. I feel like we're getting closer to the more difficult decisions. I think you try to trade Thielen and Cook. And I have a couple other guys, but they're I, do you want me to name all the guys I think we should trade? Try to. Um, let's start with let's, Thielen and Cook. Yeah, let's start with those two guys. Okay. So what what would you trade? We'll start with Thielen because I think that will be no. Let's start with Cook because I think Cook would be an easier one to trade. I think it'd be easier to to you know Cook still putting up relatively good numbers. He's older, but obviously significantly younger than Thielen and a lot of teams do still want like are looking for a running back one and they're not looking for an old wide receiver two. So I think Cook has more value is my point. So I think he'd be an easier trade. So what yeah. would you trade for Cook? For Cook? Um I had it here. Just give me a sec. It's on stupid PFF. It's coming just a sec. Um all right, Cook. Trade Cook to Buffalo for a for pick number ninety one and one thirty, so a third round and a fourth round. Okay, and that that um, they're saying that's that's likely or possible. Yes, they are. Okay, I think that's a little ambitious. Just my two cents. I don't think you could get a third and a fourth. For Dalvin Cook, I think best case scenario you could get a fourth for Dalvin Cook, um, but I, I do agree with you, Hayes, that I think trading Cook and I think you can get some value for him is your best option because that will then save um, almost eight million dollars if you trade him. Is that mm -hmm. correct? Yeah, yeah seven eight. It's, it's about the same as cutting him post you, June 1st. So even if, if you cut him with the pre-June 1st, you'd be actually losing like more money than you'd be saving. Yes, I would which say is that typically the case. I would say you could definitely trade him. I think a third and a fourth seems ambitious. I would say probably like a fourth or a fifth. Just because he's coming off a of surgery, 28, um... Kind of an expensive we, running yeah, back. But we are paying like half his salary for the year, so. I oh, I see. That's, that is a good perspective of it. A team might be able to justify an older, more expensive running back if 
were paying half his salary right for the year and i think so. trading him makes a lot more sense than cutting because then you're especially with the june 1st one or post june 1st like you'd still be paying him for next year as well for some of next year okay so what should um, so we say? Should that. we say? I mean, realistically, should we say we we could probably trade Cook for a fourth? Hayes, yes. You guess. Hayes, I hope you're right. I mean, if that's possible, yeah. if we could truly get a third and a fourth for Dalvin Cook and save seven million dollars, um, we will apologize to you, but we won't do that until that happens. Okay. Okay. So I hope you can sleep at night knowing that. I think I'll survive. <laughs> All right. So that puts us at almost $14 million in the positive, in the green, in terms of cap space. Um, what I've read, thinking. and correct me if I'm wrong, um, you want about 6 to $8 million for um, draft class. It yep. just doesn't necessarily mean you have to pay, obviously, all that, but, like, you need to have that essentially on hand. Yes. Which still doesn't give you enough to really dive deep into the free agent market. Nope. So that's why you say, see it as Zedarius Smith. We want to cut um, Zedarius Smith. I think this would be an interesting one. What do you think, Andrew? I feel like he has... I mean, obviously, you're going to try to trade him. If you can't trade him, you're going to cut him if you don't want him or don't want to pay him as much. But I think he could potentially give you something in trade capital. Oh, so you think a trade? I mean... Maybe a fourth. Yeah, I mean, I'd say even, like, yeah, fourth, fifth, sixth. But, like, the thing is, I mean, he still was one of the top ten in pressures had 10 sacks or whatnot and like his contract isn't disgusting like we obviously just can't really just what's his cap it this year it's 15 yeah that's absurd but not when you look at what like the top guys are making like joey bosa joey bosa statistically he is makes like 30 million a year and he missed half the season last year so Trade uh, um, him or cut him. I can't agree to him staying next year at all. Even if, because if so, if you click restructure here, Andrew, you are um, I think pushing money him, down the line. Yeah, pushing it down the line, but um, you're still saving a decent amount, <laughs> and he is on your roster. Look at that cap hit. Was that yeah. twenty eight million next year? Yeah, you can't. I don't think you can restructure with him. But 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 look at um, if you go to next year, if you were to cut him, I don't, I still don't, I still think you can. Oh yeah, I mean, you'd save. You still like it's it's cap save. Like you could cut him pre, and it makes no difference. So yes, you're pushing it down the road, but his contract is honestly pretty favorable in the sense of you don't lose a lot of money when you do eventually cut him. Yeah, I just don't know if that's someone I would want to restructure it's not for me no i think the injury is clear I the injury there... was clear the last eight weeks of the season when he was borderline useless um and it wasn't even his back that's been the big deal it was his knee so now you have a knee and a back injury you're what 30 maybe not that old 
31. 31. You're going to have to take Neil Hunter. You're going to have to extend Neil Hunter this offseason. You just don't have money to keep him around. Yeah. And I think if you're going to keep one of the two, you're keeping Daniel 100%. Yes. Listen, yeah, I I definitely wasn't like – there's other things I feel more strongly about. So I think – I mean – I think you could trade and get low value, but I think realistically your best bet would be to cut him just because you save so much money by cutting him. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause yeah, by cutting him, that puts you now, now you're positive 20 million, 26. 26. So you're, you're plus 26, which is, I mean, puts you in a much better spot than obviously uh, where we started and you haven't really even touched the fat, fat contracts of, I think, obviously the, the hardest decisions. Um, so that brings us, yes, to the tougher one. So I guess we're all in agreement cutting Smith, but if we could get a fifth or sixth for him, like that would be great. It's just, I haven't seen anything that you could get that, get, um, get him for that at the moment, but for the sake of this, I say we just cut him. Okay. Um, we could talk Kirk cousins before we get into the two most difficult contracts. Um, which I think will be very up for debate because I have strong opinions on these two. Um, so if you guys look at this, there's basically like three options that I feel with Kirk. I don't know what you guys have looked at. But, like, the first one is you could restructure his contract so that even though he's not under contract 24 and 25, you could just have him take a higher cap hit. Because right now, like, next year we're paying him $12 million to not even be on the team. Um, but you could push money down the line. So it would be, like, 10 and 24, 10 and 25. And then his cap hit this year would be, like, 27 instead of 36. Okay. Otherwise, I thought don't even touch his contract and just let him play it out. Uh, or you could obviously extend him and lower his cap hit, and then. Which we know what we know. Hayes does not like option number three. Yeah. But what were your guys' thoughts on Kirk? What does restructuring do exactly? That just pushes money down the line. Yeah. Correct. So I can show still you. Still under contract for one more year. So, like, if you just did, so, like, you see how it shows you that? Yep. If you just cut that in half. So, just so we're explaining, you're cutting the prorated bonus in half. Yep. Um, It would lower his cap hit by 13 this year. But then next year, to not be on the team, $12 million. 25, not be on the team, $12 million. But you could do less, do $5 million, 27 this year, 10 and 10 the next two years. I think you leave his contract at what it is right now. You don't touch it at all. So 36 this year, 12 next year, and then none in 25. Yep. Yeah, I would say I would say restructure or leave it alone. I think I had leave it alone as my second option. 
But do you think he would be on board for that? I mean, he doesn't really have He's not going to sit out. You don't think so? No. Okay. I don't know. He Hayes, you're the one that always mentions how he has the uh, master nego- – he's the master negotiator. So, like – He is, but he knows if he even plays to par next year, he'll get another massive contract from any from other – someone else. So, I don't think he's – there's there's no fear in him that he's not going to get a ton of money next year. He doesn't care where he plays. He just wants money. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then it sounds like we just leave it alone. Yeah. Just kind of leave it alone. Just deal with the fact that, yeah, he has a fat, fat cap hit this year. Yeah. Let's do Harrison Smith. And I'll, I can start with this one. Um. So I think you kind of, similar to Kirk, you just leave it alone. Because if you see in 2024, cutting him is pretty inexpensive. Um, you save $11 million and only have to pay him 7 Whereas, obviously, this year, it's flipped. Um, so you are saving... Basically, how I look at it as how much do you value Harrison Smith in terms of like, would you really want to cut him? Would you really want to pay him, what is it, almost $12 million to not be on your team? Or do you just suck up the $19 million, let him play it out this year? You're obviously not going to extend him. He's, he's 34 years old, towards the end, or is in, in the end of his prime. Um, or is no longer in his prime. Whereas then next year you can, you know, cut him and still not take a massive cap hit um, and just kind of waiting a year essentially. Yeah. Cause I, you wouldn't, I don't think you should restructure cause you're just, you're having then the same issue that you have right now, which is just pushing money down the line down the road, which is what you've done to him a few times. Like he's, he has restructured, already a few times and that's why currently you're dealing with the fact you have a 34 year old safety that has a cap number of 19 million yeah um it's a lot for a safety it's it's too much but i don't think especially a pre-june 1st cut i don't think it's worth cutting a guy who can still um still compete, still be a, a kind of top safety in the league or at least above average safety in the league. Um, I wouldn't want to have to pay him, you know, 12 million to, to not be on my team. Whereas next year, you know, you relook at it and it will be way less expensive if you take the route of cutting him. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he also offers, you know, the, 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 um, qualitative, uh, benefits that a team can like needs. He's clearly a defensive leader. I know Hayes doesn't like hearing this, but like having a player with longevity on your team, on a defense that almost for sure is going to be incredibly young next year. Um, you need some type of 
leadership quality and some type of like experienced players on your team. And, and yeah, some guys are going to be overpaid, but when you look at the other cuts that we've made, you know, I don't want to say you can justify them, but you can to an extent justify paying some people more than they probably deserve. Um, Though, couldn't you restructure his contract and then just cut him next year and it's still the 7 and 11? Uh, I guess you can try. I don't think you can do that because. Structure him at 9 next year. It's going to be a 23, but it's still 7 and 11. Um, so I don't think it shows cap savings for dead money for next year when you restructure. Yeah, I'm trying to. Or at least the numbers aren't accurate. I don't know what it would yeah, be. Because there's no that. way it would be the same. Because otherwise, yeah, Hayes, I would say definitely do that. But I think that's why he has sort of a – that's why him and Thielen right now have gross cap numbers is because they've they've already restructured. Yeah, I mean, I definitely want Smith back. But I just like – it seems, I mean, kind of crazy to have him back at almost $20 million for a 34-year-old safety. But again, if you and, cut him, you're paying him twelve million. So, but like, then you're also taking his, taking his contract off the books for twenty four and twenty five. Uh, completely. You wouldn't be paying him for twenty four or twenty five. You take obviously a big, dead, money, cap hit this year. You'd still be saving money, but yeah, you're obviously paying him twelve million to not be on the team. But then that goes for twenty four. Click on click on his uh, name. Keep like that you cut him, or not cut him, but yeah, just click on his name. Because sometimes it it should show year by year in terms of contract. Because I think we have him under contract, yeah, for a few years. So like, especially look at like twenty twenty five. If you just don't touch his contract. You know, you can cut him for only three million. Granted, again, you're now then, you know, two straight years having to pay him fat, fat contracts. It'd be it, after you cut him, it'll end up you're paying him like eleven million the next two seasons. If you yeah. think about it in that sense, so I don't hate that. If you try to keep him around the next couple years, see what he can provide. Eleven million for a safety isn't horrible. No. And I mean, he, he is, despite his age, starts almost every game. I know he missed a few last year, um, but he's a relatively healthy, still putting up like above average numbers for a safety. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think honestly he could, you know, Hopefully, Lewis seen is, is, is healthy and good to go, but be sort of like a, a great sort of mentor uh, for the start of Lewis Seen's career. Yeah, I'll, I'd say just leave it. I would agree. Andrew? Yeah, I guess we could do that. <laughs> not my favorite move, but... Well, you're not going to love them all. Adam Thielen time. Oh, Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen. <sighs> I think we should trade him. Realistically, yeah. But Can you, what though? could you get for him? According to PFF, you could get a fourth and a sixth. Mm, there's just no way, bro. That's odd because PFF says you can, so... PFF knows everything? We're trusting over the cap with all this garbage. We can't trust PFF? 
It's or definitely not garbage. Proven. No, I'm not saying we can't trust PFF. I'm just saying, like, what I've heard other... I don't know. Maybe. I think maybe... again, I, To be able to get two picks for a 33-year-old wide receiver who is showing significant decline seems ambitious. If, 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 if he wasn't playing 75% of the season... Um, he's putting up fine numbers, but who's going to, eh, I guess. All right. So say we trade him, Andrew, what does that do? So it's basically the same as, I mean, so I guess I could see a team being like, oh yeah, the only would be a good wide receiver too, for only six and a half million. Right. Exactly. So you trade him. It's basically like cutting him pretty but you first. Could maybe and then, get a pick or two. Yeah, maybe. And then also the contracts off the books for next year. I mean, I'm all for that. If if you could trade him for legit almost anything, like I'm sure a wide receiver needy team would take him happily as like a Baltimore. Yeah, or like someone mentioned the Chiefs, like I don't yeah. think they would have a problem paying him six million to be work with Patrick Mahomes in the red zone and whatnot. I'm sure Andy Reid could use him. Do the Chiefs have? Uh, well, I'm sure they probably obviously have like a fifth or sixth round pick. Probably, yeah. I think they have a lot of draft picks this year. All right, let's go that route. Let's um, let's say because again, I don't think we can get a fourth and a sixth. So let's say we can get a fourth, fourth dealing. Okay. Do we? I mean, do we feel that that is even if it's yeah, like a seventy percent possibility? I think that's possible. All right. So then we decide, Adam Thielen. Thank you, but you're uh, gonna so, yeah. finish your career in in Missouri, in Kansas City, or Baltimore, wherever the heck he goes. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So I feel like that that sets us up pretty good. That puts us at. 32.5 in terms of cap space. Yep. Definitely. Touch you... Cousins or Smith. Did, yeah, you didn't have to touch Cousins or Smith. Um, you know, that doesn't mean that the Vikings won't, but I feel like, I don't know, that gives us enough opportunity to be competitive um, in, the, in the free agent market and, and fill some holes that you need to fill. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that I saw that could also be potentially easy, and I don't know your guys' thoughts, but you cut Cam Dantzler, it's another $3 million saved. I think you could even trade him. Okay. I think you, yeah, I mean, I think you're right. Or something. Just because now, I mean, I know we're kind of short in terms of cornerbacks, but saving another $3 million with a cornerback-heavy draft class, um... I think it's likely that you probably draft another corner. Um, and I think you definitely go out and buy a corner. Um, yeah, I, I said trade. I was thinking about trading Cam Dancer. That was one of the other trades I was going to make. Okay. I'd definitely trade him. I don't think it, there'd be really any reason to cut him. Okay. So let's say we trade Dantzler and get a fifth. Yeah, I like that. Put it in, Andrew. Add it to your notes too that we have an uh, an additional fifth. Uh, 
Trade Cook for third, not fourth. I just don't no, see. Getting I think we agreed on fourth. Third. I can't agree on a fourth round pick. You already did. All right, we'll say third. <laughs> I mean, we're going to have all these draft picks for nobody players. Let's extend Daniil. Yep. Okay, how much do you want to pay him per year? His cap is probably going to have to be probably 20 a year. Uh, Yeah, I wrote this one down, I think. Yep. It'll likely have to years? be like it'll likely have to be a four year, probably eighty million dollar contract. Yeah. So four years including next year. What? Um y- y- yes. Do do we pay JJ and Hawkinson right now? You pay Hawkinson and I think you wait. Uh, um yeah, you pay both of them, yeah. Because Jeffersons won't even really start until next season. So. I was about to say, I think we can we can, can without having them. to get into the nitty gritty, I think we can just agree that Hawkinson look, look, this doesn't it doesn't have to be perfect, but you get an idea for like the cap hits. Yeah. Yeah. So you're looking at about yeah. Twenty minutes. You're looking at Daniil being your next uh in a couple years from now, probably your next highest cap casualty. Um and you just hope that he can perform i mean he's still young isn't he 27 28 okay so you you hope he can you know compete at a high level for another three four years yeah um 29 it's a little bit of a risk just because of his injury um history but also it shows you know when used correctly he's he is you know a top defensive end yep so tj hawkinson i have no idea how much he'll make well, and, and I think let's let, we should move forward to more looking at like free agents because the Hawkin, Hawkinson re-signing and JJ um, contracts aren't going to do much in terms of cap capital this year, you know, and we're right now we're just kind of focused on how can we be competitive this year in term in, in freeing up space. So we can, I think, just say Hawkinson and Jefferson are going to get fat contracts uh this year moving forward and i think we'd all agree to that yeah um what do we say about delvin tomlinson because right now he has a seven million dollar dead cap hit but if you extend him you can push that over a couple years and what i've seen it's going to be like three years eight million probably a year eight to nine i mean it's it's a tough one because obviously he was good last year and he was healthy for the most part and I mean his backups are James Lynch <laughs> and Tonga who we've already re-signed um, and I guess uh, Jonathan Bullard those are sort of like the next tier people um, that would replace Tomlinson without going out in the market, but it actually looks like Bullard's a free agent and I don't see us re-signing him. So I don't know. I kind of skipped over Tomlinson cause it seemed sort of indifferent. Like he was good, but I didn't think he was anything where it needed to be a lot of uh, focus and attention. Focus on the Viking free agents that we will want to re-sign 
Uh Um, I think a definite one that you can get for not a lot of money is the Duke, Duke Shelley. Yes, sir. I would extend him as well. Well, you'd be re-signing. He's a free agent, not extending. But just give him like, I would say like two years, two to three million each year. Yep. I think that's perfect. Um, uh, I think maybe, you know, just looking at that list, you could probably keep, if you wanted to, Chris Boyd for pretty cheap. I don't like him, but he seems to be a, a positive team guy, and he's also not going to break the bank. So just literally same thing, like a one to two year, probably even less than two million. Um, I'd also say Nick Mullins you can get for probably two million, and that's just a solid backup. I'm fine with that because that was one of my questions I had towards the end of like, okay, who's our back, who's our backup QB just in case. So if you think Nick Mullins we can keep for cheap, then I'd say go for it. Um, Pat P, thank you for a fun two years. You're going to be too expense, expensive, and I don't think you'll fit the Flores aggressive play calling. Garrett Bradbury, same thing. You actually showed up this year, but there's no way in hell you're worth $12 million. Um, Chan Sullivan, you suck. I hate you so much, so goodbye. Um, Irv Smith Jr., also uber, uber, uber disappointment. He was a freaking second-round pick, and he played in, like, 60% of games. Um... He had one season of like excitement, and then other than that, he's best just been a major disappointment. So, yeah, I would agree. Um, I think that's it for yeah. Same. Hayes. Sorry, what was that? Don't worry about it, man. We'll move on. Um. All right. Who, we'll start with you, Hayes. Free agent market. We now have, Andrew, how much space do we have in, in um, cap space? Oh, yeah. We're looking at about $20 million in cap space. So not a, not a shite ton, but definitely enough to, I think, be – I think you can get two mm-hmm. decent um, free agents out there. And who, who are you shopping for first, Hayes? Um, it's only 20 million to spend. I thought we were going to have a little bit more. Um, it's going to be between Byron Murphy and Cameron Sutton if we want to get a corner. And with the money we have, I guess I'd go with Cameron Sutton, try to sign him. What do you, I think what I've seen is you can kind of get like a three year, $8 million deal with Sutton. That's what I saw as well. Yeah. I have Sutton as my number one corner option for serious free agency. So I would agree. I think he's cheap and reasonably good. 
I also had uh, Rakia Sin, Andrew, from Las Vegas, but I did not think he would be that expensive because I thought his numbers were less impressive than Sutton's. Yeah, I don't know how... So I use SpotTrack for market value of players, and I don't know exactly how they do it because I think some of them are pretty off. Okay. But I, I've just gone based on that for most for most of the contracts. Otherwise, I've looked them up to see what they would be getting. Yeah. So let's uh let's maybe go with Cameron Sutton. I mean, I feel like if 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 that was your top your first move Hayes, Andrew has him as his top corner. I yeah. have Sutton as my top corner. Um I think you can, yeah, you can I think he's worth like 8 million a year. Um uh-huh. You know, he worked with Flores last year to an extent. Um He's still relatively young. I think he's the same age as Daniil. Um, and he's the, yeah. the, the third-ranked uh, free agent cornerback in the whole NFL right now. Um, and I don't think you can afford the, the the two in front of him, which I think one is the Eagles cornerback. Bradbury. Um, yeah. And I guess I don't know who, who number two was. Probably Jamel Dean. Yeah. And Pat P was fifth ranked, <laughs> so kind of surprising. But it also, I mean, I don't know, for someone who has a uh, Fangio-style defense, you know, he thrives with that, with being able to play a few steps back and not have to play uptight on a lot of faster, younger wide receivers. So nice. I like that. So that brings us down to 13 mil in cap space. So Andrew, what is move number two? I would say you um, go after a linebacker. There's Preach. quite a bit good free agent linebackers. Um, the top one I have is Bobby Okereke, something like that. Yep. From Indianapolis. He's only 26. He played 90% of snaps each of the last two years and had over a hundred tackles last year, had close to a hundred tackles, I think the year before, and he looked relatively cheap. Um, I think he'll be asking for more money though, which is why the Colts won't be able to keep him because they won't be able to pay him and Leonard. Um, mm-hmm. The value that I've seen is that he might cost like 9 million a year. So really? he'd be like, a, that's what I've seen. Hayes can correct me if he's done any research. Um, On Rocky Sin, you said? No, we're talking Bobby about uh, Bobby, the Colts linebacker. I'm really not interested in him, to be honest with you. I'd rather get one of the Chargers ones, either Kyle Van Noy or Tranquil. I forget his name. Tranquil, yeah. yeah. Market value is so weird, too. It always seems lower. Well, that than one's really, is. that one's, I mean, almost for sure off. Yeah, it, it's tough to know. If, for sure, but I would imagine. I mean, because he has yet to he has yet to get a fat contract. Because I think he's entering his fifth year. Um, he was a third round pick back in twenty eighteen, I believe. On this one, it said four to six per year. Okay, I still that. Well, look, though, I think that's, I guess it does say 2023 free agents. Who knows? Um, 
Could we afford him if he was nine million? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Um, who are the other guys that are on your list? Hayes, you said you didn't necessarily love Bobby Okery. No. Um, Drew Cran- Drew Tranquil would be, a, I think, an exciting one. Less yeah. money. Um, yes. Same age as as Bobby. Um, it sounds like the the Chargers pretty much are just saying goodbye because they you know they don't want to pay him the money like they just have. I think they also they're a team with with um, tough cap situation, so um, they just don't want to justify paying a, a fourth round linebacker that for probably like seven million. No matter what, he'd be probably less. Ex- he's for sure be less expensive than you know keeping Kendricks. He's younger than Kendricks. Um, he's definitely better than Hicks, but maybe would be the same amount of money, um, or a little bit more expensive, but he's also younger, faster. And like, I think I saw in your notes and had the same things. Uh, he's a pretty solid coverage linebacker. Mm-hmm. So, um, otherwise, yeah, I mean, I like Tranquil. I wouldn't care too much. I don't think there's any, there's no way we could get Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah. Um, that Bills. Kind of a... um, he, I didn't, I, I'm kind of surprised that the Bills wouldn't uh, just pay him because he's kind of, he, he's a first round pick for them and he's proven that he's healthy and, and, and good. <laughs> so it's surprising that the Bills would just be like, all right, yeah, thanks for, you know, four or five years of being really, really solid but we're not going to pay you money. He's also only 24. Yeah. Which is insane for uh, someone coming off their rookie contract. Um, another one that I just saw this morning when I was doing some like last minute ones, um, Kazir White of the Eagles um, is a, another guy who it sounds like the Eagles, he just signed a one year, only $3 million contract with them. Um, and he is a, uh, former charger who every year, except for, I think maybe his rookie year has had like a hundred plus tackles, um, and is also a good, uh, coverage guy and run stop guy. So he'd be someone that I think you could just, you know, you need, we're going to need linebackers, um, because at this point, signing Tranquil, we have him and Asamoa, and that's it. Because you cut Smith, you cut Kendricks, you cut Hicks. So I think it'd be good to get sort of a not you know super flashy but inexpensive linebacker that obviously was on a good defense last year and, and played well. I don't know if you guys have heard about him at all or done any research. Um, with him. I've seen his name. I don't know how expensive he'd be. Uh, I mean, well, last year he was a one year, 3 million. So I think you could get, you could do this, a very similar similar type contract with him this year. Yeah. Um, so Tranquil, do you guys have any idea? I have no idea. It said four, one year, 4 million, but that seems weird. It seems probably two years, 10 to 11 million, not per year, but total. Yep. I think maybe do, maybe do two years, 12 million. Because again, we signed an old Hicks for two years, 10 million last year. 
So I would imagine a guy four years younger and putting up more impressive stats would be would require a higher higher contract. And again, we're just estimating here. We might be completely off in terms of some of these contracts. We're kind of just figuring it out and guessing, um, seeing like what the market value and all that is. But I think you definitely want to shop for a cornerback and you definitely want to shop for a linebacker. Um, so that puts us at eight mil with cap space. You kind of tackled the two big uh, important um, pickups. And then I think your next one is uh, you need a center. Yeah. Currently don't have one. So I don't know if we pay a lot of money for a center or if you just sort of kind of see what free agents are out there that are inexpensive and could like somewhat do the job. Um, who do you have for centers? I have uh, Ethan Pokic, which would be kind of similar Expensive. to a Bradbury contract. And then I just have one other guy, Tyler Larson. Who okay. was pretty decent last year. That would be like a one-year cheaper option. Maybe you draft a center and just have them kind of compete for it. Yeah. Um, another guy I saw was uh, Austin Blythe, the Seahawks mm -hmm. center. Um, it, uh, he was listed as being sort of a, a pretty solid pass protector. Um center which i think is what you want because i mean realistically you're going to be a, a passing first offense again this year um so i'm not saying that it doesn't matter if the if they're a good run blocking lineman but as long as you know if they're if their skills are pass protection um that's huge mm -hmm. But yeah, I agree. You probably draft a center as well as maybe grab one in the free agent market for not a lot of money. Um, and I think, see, the Connor McGovern guy was also an exciting one that they said uh, could be a good fit, but he's just too much money. Like yeah. at that point, might as well just pay Bradbury because <laughs> yeah, Bradbury would be that. cheaper and younger. Yeah. Um, do they only show the top 10? This is just what they have for market value, guys. Mm. Um, I can get the total just free agents. Buda, bu, buda. That's what I saw, at least. Austin Blythe, and then the other one was Jake Brendel, the 49ers center. Um, as some additional... And again, these aren't guys that are going to break the bank. These aren't guys who are super duper impressive, but um, yeah, they're healthy, inexpensive guys who also might just even be cut. <laughs> like maybe again, we get like a, a center in the fourth or fifth round and he beats some of these inexpensive uh, right. centers. Hayes, did you look at any centers in the free agent market or not really? I actually didn't like – I didn't hate the idea of just trying to re-sign Bradbury, keep oh. some continuity on the line. You could get him for three years, $18 million. He's young enough. 
I'd take the risk and try to just re-sign him. You think that we could get him for that? I mean, yeah. For only six million. Really? So half his value by some standards? I don't think he's – there's no way any team is going to pay Garrett Bradbury $12 million a year. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it depends see it. how desperate teams are for a center. I mean, I agree with you. I don't think he is worth that by any means. He has not proven other than 10 games last season. <laughs> yeah. Um, but teams with, you know, a lot of um, cap space – and a lot of capital might run that risk and be like, yeah, let's, let's do 12 million for Garrett Bradbury. But it, I would agree with that. If you could get Bradbury on a, on a contract that you just uh, gave the example for a three year, 18 million, I'd say absolutely go for it. But um, yeah, just in terms of what I've seen, it doesn't seem likely, but not to say it's not impossible. Um, otherwise, yeah, you shop for a cheap, probably late twenties, less than four, five million short-term I think deal. Bradbury is like the third ranked center, free agent center. I believe so too. Yes. The Browns guy and someone else. Uh, the Jets McGovern, I think, is also ranked pretty high. Okay. So, yeah, something, I mean, I think that will be an interesting one to see what route they take. I think we would all agree if we can get Bradbury for what, what number should we put less than eight a year? Would it be worth it? Yeah, I think it would. Okay. Um, that then essentially, I mean, that's probably all we can really do in terms of like larger, um, free agent moves. Cause again, you still need to have some space for the draft class that's coming in, mm -hmm. but I've seen you, you need at least six to 8 million. And I think this might even put you a little, be cutting it close which is at, at 4 million. And again, these are all estimates. So who knows? It's enough to, <laughs> to, to go after our four or five picks. So we can maybe then move forward into the draft piece of this episode. Cause I don't, we don't want to get too long here. Um, so Andrew, you recommend doing a little mock, mock guy here. Right now, at this moment, we're at the we have the twenty third pick in the first round. Um, what do you want to do before you know we hit start here? What would be your first move? Do you want to? We'll start with you, Andrew. Do you want to stay at twenty three? Do you want to try and move up? And do you or do you want to try and uh, get some later round picks and drop a few spots back? Uh, I think we start first and then see what players go off the board. <laughs> and if we want to trade up, we can. If we want to trade back, we can. I'll make it slow enough or fast enough that it's going at a good pace, but also slow enough where we can pause. Okay. 
All right, go ahead, hit hit start then. Oh my gosh, stop. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Pause right here. So off the board are the obvious. You got Bryce Young gone, CJ Stroud gone. We're not really looking for a corner a quarterback. I say go ahead, hit play. I mean, given our last episode, we're looking at, you know, one of the top three receivers, one of the top three cornerbacks um, that we, I think, would like to draft. Joey Porter's so, now gone. Quinton Johnson is now gone. Devin Witherspoon is gone. Gonzalez is gone. Um, I don't think at this point you're really trading up. I don't think so either. Jordan Addison's gone. Hope that he falls. They taking the pick before you. So. so from what I've seen, when I've done these... I think it would actually be beneficial to trade back just a few spots. So still get a first round pick, but I think um, the ones I've seen, oh, they don't even have it listed. Typically I've been trading with the Bengals at 28. Um, And that seems to work quite a lot. Just see what happens. So trade the 28th for the 23rd. And then, yeah, try that. They are not interested. Okay. Let's go ahead and try to move back just a couple spots. Uh, I just don't even... mm, I mean, a third-round pick to move back two spots. I think that's worth it. Trade accepted. They took a running back. and And, yeah, they still have... I would... Looking at this, I would take cornerback Banks from, yeah, same. from uh, Georgia. Yep. From or Maryland. Maryland. Sorry. No worries. And so in the first round, we drop two spots back, get a third round pick, and grab cornerback Deontay Banks, which Is I support 100%. Anyone really like in the second round? That we want to trade up for? I mean, based off our episode, we've talked about wanting to get a wide receiver that would pair well with Jefferson, especially since what we we went the route of trading Thielen. Yes. So who are we trading Thielen to? Uh, Didn't we say the Chiefs? Yes. And we said we could possibly get a fourth. Fourth. Look at that. The trade will likely be accepted. <laughs> it doesn't mean... Probably could have got more. Trade again. We should try to trade up, I think, into the second round for a wide receiver. All right. Let's trade Cook first because we never did that. And we said we can get him. Hayes felt very confident we could get a third for him. Look at that. You can. Dude, it doesn't mean it's actually going to happen. <gasps> and now, Hayes, you want to trade up? We need a wide receiver. So let's go ahead and try to trade with the... I would try and trade with the Chargers Chargers. since they need a wide receiver. Let's try to give them... This is also a late round second too, so I wouldn't really like force anything. I mean, who knows? Maybe we can get a good receiver in the third. But I've seen Nathaniel Dell has been available in the third, and he's listed as like the sixth or seventh best wide receiver in the draft. Hayes, what do you want to do here? 
Hayes, what do you want to do? Him, Michael Wilson. It's a, you can't even see who's on the board. There he is, Nathaniel Dell. Uh, yeah, but I think you, like I said, you can get him on the third. So there'd be no point in getting rid of all those things to get him two rounds earlier. I think I think after him though, it's kind of a drop off. So then, why would we have traded? What do you mean? Why would we have his, overall? His ADP is fifty-seven, and we're at fifty-five right now. Okay. I've seen him available in the third. That's all I'm saying. I think people are afraid of him because he's undersized. He's like five nine. So he's the same. He's the same height as you guys. Is he fast? Very fast. Okay. So he's a deep threat. Yes. All we need. <laughs> Let's see what the other players are available right now. Andre Carter, I've heard good things about. Some you center. Go center. Wipler. Wipler. Jack Campbell. I would say I would take. I have no problem taking Dell. All right, take him. You could have sped it up a little bit. Edge. Safety, linebacker. And I wouldn't hate the running back. A linebacker or um, I don't know how important an edge is. You have Daniel. Tomlinson plays on the edge some. Um, yeah, Bullock might be better. Pat Jones, too, might be better. So, uh, it looks like three teams are interested in trading, so we can see what... I heard this guy's pretty good. Yeah, he's healthy. Plays every time. Oh, yeah. Drop three picks. What could we... Or three spots back. But they have nothing this year. Well, look for next year. Yeah. A fourth next year to drop three spots. Otherwise, there's other teams. The Chiefs. Oh, try that. I'll take that. Let's go. I didn't know Rick Spielman was in the uh, booth. Andrew's obsessed with just trading back for more picks. Let's go. Dorian Williams. Huh? Or what about the DeMarvian Overshone? DeMarvian Overshone? That's a fake name. I mean, I feel like, isn't, isn't Texas a pretty good uh, football team? They're not bad. They will I don't know, another bad. guy that... Looks to be pretty healthy. Um, tackle for losses. I'd be happy with that. I think, again, yeah, you want another linebacker. You probably want to... Yeah. Yeah, you want to not... You want to draft a linebacker. So I think your biggest need in first three picks should be wide receiver, corner, linebacker. And that's what we just did. That's perfect. Love it. Now we can look towards maybe, yeah, I don't know. Maybe speed interior, it up. line, center. You can't speed it up. Sorry, boss. Oh, yeah, you can. Never mind. Yeah, you can, my friend. I've done 50 of these, so I know. Jeez. 50 is insane. Edge. 
I like Funny Tank Jack. Bigsby from Auburn. I've seen him a lot pop up. I also like Keon Green, though. Yeah, but Auburn's a way better football team. Than TCU? Yep. TCU was in the national championship. Where was Auburn? <laughs> like, what? But his how do you not like a guy that with the name Andre. Tank Bigsby? Hayes, your like choice. Um, or Keandre yeah. Miller. Keandre Miller? Yeah. Just do Tank. <laughs> do Tank. Tank is 38 years old. Oh my gosh, dude, my computer's about to explode. Yeah, because you have a thousand tabs open, you have 40 word documents. <laughs> Draft them. Fine. Now we get to pick four team. picks later. Love it. So, Keandre Miller? I don't think you Hell would we take another halfback? <laughs> You're the guy from uh, Bowling Green. I don't oh, know why he's dropped so far. Maybe he got arrested the week before the draft. Well, the draft hasn't happened. The draft is six weeks away, so. Dwayne McBride. I think it'd be good to get uh, a lineman. Because you have O'Neal, who probably won't be super healthy. Um, North Carolina State. What's that guy? A guard, but he was horribly ranked. Interior O-line. No, we'd want exterior O-line if O'Neal. I mean, you're really prioritizing Take Dorian Williams. Yeah, you could get another linebacker. Or I've also heard good things about Cam Jones at Indiana. Oh, if Andrew looks up Cam Jones, he's definitely off the board. He has dreadlocks. <laughs> Give me Cam. Dorian Williams or Cam? I vote Cam. He's huge. 6'3 linebacker, 250. Or uh, two, 225, sorry, not 250. And we're back. Aiden O'Connell. Uh, I mean, I'm thinking of others. I guess, did we draft a center yet? No, we're not drafting a quarterback. Center. He said Aiden O'Connell. Oh. This monkey. Sorry? <laughs> he is white, disclosure. We're just yeah. Make, I'm just making sure. This is a podcast. People don't know. I hope. All right, Hayes, you get the last pick. Um, Who's the worst possible player in the entire... No, no. We're trying to do well here. Durrell. Jose Ramirez. Sure Jose Maryland. Ramirez. No, Jose Ramirez. <laughs> so our last what's, pick. What's and then, been and then fun about this is it will then show... It will give us an overall draft grade. Yeah, when I did it, I had like 11 picks and got an A. I got an A-plus on one of mine, and I had six picks. How'd we do? Moment of truth. 
They gave us. Oh, a... look at the trades. Look at the trades. We could have gotten way more, but no one believes Hayes. <laughs> what did it give us overall? Hank Bixby, the legend. An A minus. I'll take it. Juice look at Carl Brooks. Uh, an A. Juice Scruggs got a C. May have been our worst pick. And also, I don't. Yeah, I guess. But you, we moved up twenty. We moved up thirty spots by just giving up an extra third. I feel like that's a fine decision. Yeah, they're tweaking. All right. So after all of that, looking at that round one, we got a cornerback, Deontay Banks. We had, in round two we got wide receiver Nathaniel Dell. Uh, round three, late, we got a linebacker from Texas, DeMarvian Overshown. Shown. Which is apparently an A. Got two in round four, Tank Bigsby from Auburn and Carl Brooks from Bowling Green, also graded at an A. Round five, we got another linebacker, Cam Jones, graded at an A. And then six picks later, went with a center, which they gave us was a C, Juice Scruggs. And then a late round fifth, so we had three fifth round picks. Uh, you have another pick afterwards. Mock draft. Jose Ramirez, an edge rusher from Eastern Michigan. So I, I think we definitely should actually do more of these like live <clears throat> mock draft picks moving yes. forward because it, it will be interesting to see sort of, I don't know, it's fun, fun to do. Like I said, I've done like 50 of them. So I think you'll also see it start to shift a lot next week with the combine. Agreed. I think that starts even maybe. Agreed. 28th, 27th. All right. Hayes is ready to be done. Hayes hates this. We are 90 minutes into this episode. I am absolutely starving. I'm still <laughs> trying to figure out all this garbage. So, What do you mean figure out garbage? It, uh, you order tickets. Oh, tickets. Oh, you got to be 18. Got You got to be 18 to go to this stupid concert. Oh, so we'll, so I go, oh, let's go to this concert. That's tonight. We have to order tickets right now. Nope, that's too expensive. So, uh, Who is telling you these things? Uh, Someone should make a full list of like the full roster. Uh, yeah, we can do that. Andrew, you sound quiet all of a sudden. I don't know what you did to your mic. It's because uh, in my headphones, it echoes. So I just have to hear myself and sound like a freaking idiot. <laughs> You always do. All right. Like I said, let's wrap this up. What we'll do is um, maybe in a couple days here, we can summarize everything that we just did. Um, and again, in, in probably a few days, we will see a lot of these cuts go into action. So, so. Um, yeah, I agree. I think maybe next step, what we can do after having done all these moves, make a early, early, uh, not full 53-man roster, but like the starters offensively and defensively, like who we could potentially see as um, starting week one um, for the Vikings. Sound good? Yes. Sounds great. Perfect. Well, this is Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. And Skull, baby, Skull.